All right, guys, welcome to Thinking Man Business Lab Podcast. Today we have the mentor extraordinaire that's known as Jacob Galea. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Great talking to you just before and um, welcome to the listeners. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, mate. Once again, uh, I'd just like to give uh, a bit of a brief intro um, into Jacob and if uh, my computer lets me talk about his bio, which is as long as, almost as long as my arm, but he's... He's been he's been he's been voted as one of the top twenty guys by Yahoo Finance to watch over the next couple of years, and been on um, a whole bunch of different television 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 stations, and um, been quoted by you know the who's who of you know sort of national publications and things like that. And you know, I, I guess um, we're not going to sit here and, and 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 talk about your resume for the next fifteen minutes because that'll 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 take up all the, the whole podcast the whole podcast, mate. Because you've you've hit that many goals. If we talk about goals and we talk about resumes and and you know what they're like, like we we we, we talk about um, media releases and 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 who we are as people and we package them up as you know uh, EPKs, which are electrical, you know you know um, promotional kits and all that sort of stuff for people to see and all that sort of stuff. And we write them in the yep. best way that we possibly can and all that sort of stuff. We use the right words, but you know, a lot I take away, let's take that away for a second. Take those words away and all the superlatives that people give us and, you know, all our best endorsements that we get. But like what's Jacob Galea at its core? Like who, who is he and what does he try to do? Yeah. Um, you know, look for me, it's, I'm all about human transformational change. Uh, you know, those three words is what I'm about because uh, I write about in my book, Birth of the Super You. At the age of 19, I met a mentor and uh, that mentor changed my life. And, uh, you know, he changed the direction I went in. Uh, he changed everything about the way I think, uh, you know, who I was uh, and, and showed me a better life. And, um, you know, for me, what I'm about, you know, now my legacy is to give back to people like my mentor gave to me through wisdom and intelligence and, Helping people realize that, oh, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. What matters mm. is where you're going. And yeah. uh, at and, and the core of me, you know, I've always been like that. It's, it's uh, whether I was fighting for the Australian karate team or whether I was, you know, I grew up in Fairfield. I went to Westwood Sports High under karate. And uh, I was just a guy that always had a shot. Uh, and, and always, well, I'll just have a shot. No matter, I just say yes. You know, do I think I can achieve this? I, I, I have a policy that says, say yes, you can. And I'll make it happen. And, uh, you know, I've been very fortunate in my career to do some pretty amazing things yeah yeah can you um explain what some of those standouts are for you do you think yeah for sure look um it started for me at, at 23 years old i won a business scholarship um and and winning that business scholarship a three-year business scholarship i went and studied the mind uh the subconscious mind hypnosis nlp back then emotional intelligence and uh you know from there i, I was fortunate enough to build a business uh, I started a business very young in my career, 27 years old. I started a consulting business, and uh, and then it sort of just happened from there. So uh, I worked really hard, and I networked really hard, and I've had the privilege of working with. I was the only Australian called to New York to work with an NFL player and mentally mind coach him from the Green Bay Packers, uh, which yeah, was right. a great experience. Um, I've worked with some some great um, names on 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 uh, American TV shows like Million Dollar Listing. LA and Million Dollar Listing New York. So I've had the chance to work with some great people in America. Uh, and, and I've just, I've had the, the, the privilege of my career being around some just amazing people, whether they're everyday people or billionaires. Uh, I've just, uh, my career's led me to some, some beautiful people around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's something that I keep in mind. And it's something that, 
you know, we were talking about just before we started addressing, um, you know, the podcast itself, we were talking about how differently dressed we are. We're in different rooms. I'm wearing a cap. I've got my long hair, my beard, you know what I mean? You've got your suit on that you've always got on and, 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 and we've got both different, different flavours and how important that is in your own journey, right, if that makes sense, how important that is in your own journey, finding yourself and finding who you are because not everybody's going to be Jacob Galea, not everyone's going to be Pete Mack and not everyone's going to be Pat Mercedes, all that sort of stuff. You've got to find yourself. I, I know that I've found myself and I know where I want to go and what I want to do. I know you've done the same and, and you take it and you, you hold that and you run with it because you have to, don't you? Like you just have to. Um, what sort of thoughts do you have around that? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a really good question. You know, Peter, I do get asked this a lot. Um, you know, for me, the first thing you got to do is, is you've got to identify what, who are you? What does your brand represent? Um, you know, and then, and then you have to own your brand. Brand ownership is a really important thing. Mm. Um, you know, I've loved to dress ever since I was 15, 16 years old. I remember it. Um, I don't dress for other people. I dress for myself. Uh, I love it. Uh, it means something to me. But yeah, look, you know, for me, it doesn't matter whether you've got a cap and a t-shirt on or a suit jacket and a t-shirt on. What it's about is about understanding what is my brand language, what is my brand personality, and own who you are. You know, if you like fine suits, wear them. If you like caps and t-shirts, wear them. But I think a lot of people oscillate in between what I should and shouldn't wear and, and how the world should perceive them. Don't worry about what people think. Just own who you are. And that's that's what makes you unique about yourself. And when about UFPs, you know, unique positions. That's what it's all about. Um, uh, but remember, just always your where I think people get where people have got Pete, you know, branding wrong over the years is that people haven't really branded themselves. You know, they think that brands are like Louis Vuitton or Coca Cola or that they're company brands. But what they've missed is every day that they're on social media, every day that they're out in the world, they're a brand. So for me, for if I understand this concept. So when I'm out in the world, I, I understand how I want my brand language to be. I understand how I want my brand personality to be. So uh, I just stick to my brand guidelines. Like a company, a big company that I work with yeah. has brand guidelines. Sure. I have brand guidelines for me. And I know even when I'm casual, you know, Pete, if I come over to your house for a barbecue, you know, I'll still have jeans on and a T-shirt, but I'll put a cool sports jacket on because I like it. I'll yeah. have cool beads and, and I'll, yeah. I'll have a, a funky watch because that's just who I am. And yeah, sure. I think what's important is for people to own their own brand language and express it hard. Um, yeah. But, you, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand what their brand represents. But I think also the underlying issue here as well is and I I'm all for everybody just finding their brand language and listening to what Jacob's saying, which is which is absolute gold. You normally pay for that sort of stuff, um, but we've got it free free here today. <laughs> you probably have to pay for a bit more for for any more. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where um, you go to a job. Say we've got people that listen to the podcast that do, that do their nine to five, but I've also got a bit of a um, a side thing going. I don't like to use the word side hustle, but but doing but doing a side doing a bit of a side thing, and yeah. you know, um, I I always I say to them like, you've got you go to work and you'll follow the corporate guidelines, you'll follow the brand guidelines of that corporation, you will follow the HR guidelines. What are your guidelines? Exactly. You know what I mean? What are your guidelines exactly. for yourself and your life? Okay, I want to spend more time with my kids. I want to have weekends free. I want to 
have Tuesdays and Wednesdays working on my side, my side bit free, like write those things. Have you ever written that down? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, that's a place to start. Absolutely. You know, I think you raised a really, really good point here. You know, think about if, um, you know, if, if we're designing something, you and I, Pete, let's say we're designing uh, a hotel or we're doing a development together, okay? Uh, even a piece of property has brand guidelines. We say, okay, we want these certain plants. We want these certain look and feel about it. We want it to have a meditation room. We want, like, even anything that you, that you encounter in your life has been designed. And most people pay 20, 30, 40. Uh, I, I say this on stage when I speak, right? It's really funny, Peter. People who, who build properties or go and do a development pay 20, 30, 40, 50 grand for an architect to design an architectural plan so that property comes out exactly the way that they want. But people won't even spend 10, 20, $30,000 on their own architectural plan for their life. It's yeah, like, you know, right. the, the most important place that you should Im be investing first in plans is your plan and your master print and your blueprint of your life. And it's like people are investing all this money outside themselves that, you know, the house should look like that and, and they're perfect at it. But when it comes to their life and what their next 10 years look like, they got no idea. Um, and that's where brands fall over and that's where brands collapse and brands, you know, if you want to have brand equity, you, you, you know, you have to know that, you know, my brand is Noosa. It's not. It's not um, Byron Bay. My brand is, you know, Rodeo Drive. It's not uh, Texas. You got to. It's okay to be like that. You have to understand what my brand, what your brand stands for, because your brand has a language that what you project is what you collect. So what happens is there's a reason why Krispy Kreme Donuts didn't open their first donuts in Vaucluse and they opened the first store in Penrith because their brand language and their brand personality matched match the certain geography and, and demographics. So they placed it there. And there's a reason why there's no Ferrari dealerships in the Blue Mountains, for example, right? Because people, it's just, it's, so, so brand placement is really important. And it's got to do with everything from the way you dress to the way you talk to the, to the, the way you go to a meeting to the way you do a Zoom call. It's, yeah. your brand's got to be on par. Otherwise, all you'll do is confuse your audience every day. I mean, it's so, it's so true. So I, I'll sit back and, and, you know, People look at me as the real casual guy, but like, you know, I've just, I've also done the hard yards. You know what I mean? Some of the certificates behind me, you know, we'll sit we'll sit for that. And it's it is I've I've done some of the hard yards. But what you're saying there is is absolute gold about people investing um, in their brand in the brand in their brand guidelines. But what it also does, they're actually creating a business off the back of that. And a lot of people are right, and a lot of people that are in our lives, they are they are trying to create a business off the back of yep. that brand or yep. trying to create a brand to create a business either either way, whichever way they, they come into the, into the fold. And the amazing thing about having that brand um, legacy and you touched on a little bit and uh, you know, hopefully I'm not um, stepping on your toes here too much, but it, what it does is it automatically washes your list for people that know what, what lists are. What it does is it automatically washes the database that you've got coming through. It's people that want to work with you that want to talk with somebody who is, involved in that type of lifestyle wants to be like that wants to look like that wants to be have a perception like that so they're going to go to that person so someone that's a bit more um relaxed and maybe wants someone that doesn't take themselves too seriously they might come to to make you know what i mean everyone's everyone's got that different thing and you're like you said you attract you attract what you um 
Um, what, what I can't remember. What you what project you, is what you collect. What you project is what you collect, right? So it is, it is, it is what it is, and um, and we're all different, and it doesn't mean I'm right or you're wrong. There's none of that. We're not arguing here. You know, it's just about um, saying that brand equity is is actually important, and we need to own it. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, um, it, it, brand equity can also save you a lot of time, Pete, because yeah. like you know, a lot of people, um, uh, a lot of people look at well, I've got 70,000 followers. Um, you know, I've got some, some pretty cool picks up there on all different stuff. You know, what, having, having your brand defined and your brand behavior articulated online as well, especially in this social media world we live in, what it does is it, it, it actually separates the, 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 the real clients from the wannabes because what happens, people look at your page and they're either going to go, look, he's not for me or he's for me and that's okay. You know, yeah. I don't mind people saying that, look, Jacob's not the coach for me but, but you know, that's okay too but if you, if you get your brand language wrong and people look at it, you could waste a lot of time talking to a lot of people that are never going to be your clients. So you've got to pitch your brand in a certain way that's going to, it's like catching a fish. You know, you've got to set the bait to catch the prey and, and, and people don't understand this. You know, you're not going to use a prawn to catch a whale. Use a prawn to catch a flathead. You know, if you want to catch a whale, you've got to use a big piece of tuna. Social media and branding is exactly the same. You've got to think what the, 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 your brand is a bit of bait that's going to catch a potential client. Is that the right bait for the perfect prey that you're trying to catch? And 80% of the people that I, I come across, uh, the 80-20 rule, 80%, Pete, they've got no idea what their bait is, what their brand is, and what they're trying to catch. You know, They're trying to catch a top-end client, a high-end luxury client that's paying high fees, but they look like a guy that's just come off the street. It doesn't work like that. Now, exactly. it's not that. No, not, not at all. Yeah. You look quite, <laughs> I love your look. I love your look, not at all. What I'm saying is that you know some people, you know, they go to meetings and they're trying to get a whale of a client and I see them in shoes that they haven't bought new shoes since the 1980s. You know, mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. You know, if you're going for a slick deal, you've got to look slick. If you're going for a casual deal, you can be a bit casual. It's like, you know, you've got to learn brand parameters too. And a lot of people just don't get it. Um, and I'm passionate about it because, you know, it's a difference between making money and not making money. You know, yeah. because if your if your brand is misunderstood, you know, if your brand is, and 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 everybody needs to to sharpen up their brand. I talk about it, Pete, like a if you get your car right. If I get my car now and go for a drive, and it rains, it gets all dirty, and the next day I try and sell it, you know, there's it, just a dirty car is is going to get ten twenty thousand dollars less. Now, if I get my car and I go and polish it up, get it detailed, make it all sparkling, same car, I'm going to have a different outcome, but it's cleaner. Right, yeah. and it looks sharp. A brand exactly the same. It's not hard to do little tweaks to a brand to make it look like that washed car and make it sharper, so you can get the extra money into your family. You can get the extra money into your business. You can get the extra money to invest. And really, for me, that's what branding is. It's a vehicle to enable you to do more things and be more things in life. Yeah, and I think the critical thing that you mentioned is you act. You actually attract what you need to and and that's, yeah. that's important so there's so much so there's, so, there's something better it's, it's so much better that when when you align yourself with a coach whether it's with someone like me or someone like um someone like jacob or someone like pat or steve or whoever we whoever we talk about we, we're, we're all in the same circle so we refer stuff to each other all the time like yeah. it's the way the world works so someone might work for somebody they might think okay pete's probably Pete's the coach for you and or Jacob's the coach for you, whatever it is. That's just how it works in these circles. And I'm sure you've been a part of that for a long period of time now, right? Absolutely. Um, and finding finding that right client that you 
click with is really important and, and and doing that branding side of things is also just as important so that you make sure you align with the right with the right people and you attract those right uh, attract the right people yeah I, I mean for me like i said pete you know it's it's the difference between brand explosion uh and your brand and your brand staying neutral um mm-hmm. you know it's the difference between getting your brand out of first gear and getting into seventh gear is understanding how to move that vehicle your, your brand is a vehicle and if you want to move it forward, you have to understand, you know, the Ferrari drives different to a Corolla. It doesn't mean a Corolla is bad. It's just mean it's, it's different. You know, you don't drive a, you can't drive a Corolla like you would drive a Ferrari. They're different machines. They've got different motors. They can do different things. Same as personal brands. You have to know the limitations of your brand. And if you want to take it to the next level, you might have to do some modifications to it to get to that next level. And, and that's where I think, you know, if people are watching this, if they can understand a couple of things is number one, what does my brand represent? Number two, you know, is my brand in the right position to get me the money and the opportunities that I want in my life, right? That's a big one because mm-hmm. if it's not, then you go back to the question, the, the first question I asked, which is, is my brand in the right position and what do I have to do to get it there? Um, because for me, it's sometimes just really little tweaks, Pete, um, just really little tweaks. You know, for me, you know, God is in the detail. It's all about details. just, you know, little things make all the big differences and, and you've got to be detail-orientated because, um, you know, if you miss things or you're sloppy or, you know, you didn't pick up a word a client said or something they said or what's on the back of their wall, if you didn't pick up these things, uh, then you, sometimes you can miss the whole game. Um, you know, so if you want to win, really learn how to win with your brand first, in my opinion. Yeah, awesome. No, that's really good. That's really good. So what about your journey, like, personally? Like, um, you said you went to Westfield Sports High on a, on a scholarship um, on, a, on a scholarship for... Um, what did you say? Martial arts. Martial arts. Karate. Okay. So I better be careful. Okay. So (laughs) be careful what I say. Um, scholarship for, for karate. And then, um, you obviously, you obviously went out and you, you worked on, um, doing different, different business things, but what, what, what got you to this end point now to say, this is what I want to do now, be an an executive, an executive coach and and one of the best in Australia. Yeah. Look, um, you know, I, I actually get asked this question a lot, Pete, in the media. It's um, and and I always answer it this way, um, which you know is probably a little bit spiritual, if I may answer it that way. Is you know, I'll say to you that I didn't choose it; it chose me. And what I mean by that, you know, when I went to school and when I was working in the corporate world before I started my own business, you know, I I never said I want to be a coach, I want to be a great executive coach, I want to be a mentor, I want to be a speaker. Uh, not at all. Uh, you know, when I was working. Uh, after I finished an apprenticeship and I got into the corporate and sales and I thought as far as I could tell my, in my early twenties, I was going to be in sales for the rest of my life. Like most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, and then, you know, I think when you're connected, when you've got some great people around you, like I spoke before about mentors, uh, I was always reading. I'm, I'm still always reading. I've always got, you know, hundreds of books on my desk that I'm reading nonstop because, you know, I understand the power of readers mm-hmm. and leaders and, you know, once you learn, then you can earn. Um, you know, you know, for me, it was like, it was then the art of surrender. So, um, you know, I, I was coaching in martial arts naturally. So when I got to black belt, I was coaching a lot of younger guys that were fighting and my coaching t- um, sort of techniques and tactics naturally was enabling them to win and win like unheard of before in the New South Wales karate team. So, you know, I was sort of natural at sort of coaching some guys. Um, I didn't, I'd never coached in the corporate world. I'd never told anyone what to do in the corporate world. I was the old sales. I was good at it. Um, I was good with people. And then, 
then it just sort of evolves. What happened was, um, you know, it started where uh, I started my own company, and I'll give an example about motivational speaking. And I never, I never thought I would ever, ever be a motivational speaker. And you know, now I've spoken in front of audience of ten thousand people in Germany and Singapore, and I've spoken all over the world with guys from shows on TV. Um, I would have never have said to you, Pete, I'm going to be a speaker. How did that happen? Um, I'll give you a quick little story. I was at a corporate event. Uh, I actually went to see another speaker speak at this event one day at, at this corporate event uh, in these offices in Sydney. Uh, it was a networking night. So uh, you go and you watch this business guy and he speaks. Sure. So I went and paid to, to watch this guy speak. And um, a half an hour, I get there in half an hour before the guy was meant to come out. One of the, I heard all this panic and I said, what's wrong to one of the coordinators that I knew? And she said that the certain speaker was sick and he wasn't turning up for the night. They had 150 people there uh, and, and there's no one there to speak. And she grabs me and goes, you, you got to speak. Speak about your business or just speak about your martial art. I said, I've never spoken in front of people, Pete. Like, are you joking? What? She goes, just get up and speak. Now, I have a just say yes attitude. So I said, yes, I'll do it. So I got up in front of 150 people. They mic'd me up. I did a keynote speak for 40 minutes about what the psychology of success uh, I made it up on the spot from my experiences. Uh, and after that 40-minute speech, Pete, I had 35, 36 business people lined up um, hiring me to speak in their companies in the next six months and doing exactly wow. the same That's talk. Amazing. So yeah. I, I, you know, I, I never thought, hey, I'm going to be a speaker. I was at this place. There was an opportunity. I said yes. And I took the most of the opportunity. And now from that, you know, I was 20, I was probably 27 when that happened. Um you know, and, and now 20 years after that, uh, I'm, I'm still speaking on some of the biggest stages in the world. So, um, but even my mentoring and coaching, you know, it's like uh, I was working for a company, Pete, and uh, I was their top sales guy. Um, and they, they, they got some younger recruits on. They asked me to train these sales guys. These sales guys got really good results from my particular coaching and mentoring around in this organization. Um, and then one guy, I was in a CEO group called Tech, the Executive Connection, and he said, can you come and do this training to my people? I've got 50 sales guys. I need them trained. And I said, well, I currently work for a company. And they said, well, we'll pay you on the side to do it. So I went and had a go, and then it became successful. And then I left that job, and I ended up coaching for a living full stop after that. So two instances where, you know, Pete, I, I didn't choose those things that, if you say yes and you open your mind to all possibilities and you're authentic to yourself, just surrender and watch what comes your way. I think it's a very natural story and I think you hear it amongst a lot of coaches as to how you evolved um, into coaching. And I was a team leader at a really young age, managed a lot of operational teams and, and managed them su successfully. And you know how big some of these corporates are on um, you know, the happiness of their staff and all the stuff, survey results and all that sort of, all that sort of thing. So I worked really well on that for a long period of time and, you know, was managing, you know, plenty of staff my age under, under, the, under, under the age of 30 at that, at, that, at that period of time. And, you know, when you're managing somebody from 18 all the way to 50, you learn really quickly how to manage personalities at a different, at a different level. And I think you learn that. And that's what I think most people sometimes, if you're watching this and you think, is coaching for me? Can I do it? Can I not do it? Well, if you're leading a team, you're already coaching. You just haven't realised yeah. it yet. You know, if you're leading or, a team... Or, or Pete, if I can add to that, you know, yeah. um, if there's someone watching that that's, that's not leading a team, I just want to I just want to add to that and just say, if you're leading yourself, you're already coaching someone new. If yeah. you're 
doing great things in your life and you're coaching yourself and doing great things, you are actually coaching someone, which is you. Um, so, you know, you're always, always coaching, uh, whether it's your children or whether it's your friends or, yeah, sure. you know, people don't realize it in a natural way. A lot of people are, are natural born coaches. They just hadn't had the chance to, to explode those possibilities of what it could look like as a paid career. Hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing to see the explosion of the, 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 the career itself. It's, there's, there's plenty of good ones out there. There's some not, there's some not so good ones out there. It's just is what it is. Yeah. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I always, I always, I always say that the, the cream will always rise to the, to the top, top. and, and um, it, it just happens. It just happens, you know. Um, we'll see him come in and we'll see him go. We've seen him in the past and all that sort of stuff. So um, uh, that's all good. But what's, how's, how's, the, how's the whole, um, obviously, the change over the last couple of months, how's that affected you? Obviously, you can't be on the speaking circuit as much as, as much, much as you'd like, you can still do obviously a lot of consulting and all that sort of thing. How's it, how's it been for you? Have you managed to maneuver and, um, and pivot, so to say? Yeah, look, uh, like everybody else, Peter, it's, it, like, like you said, I can't do events. So that's really tough. I couldn't do more than, you know, one person in a room. So, um, but, but you learn to pivot, uh, you know, obviously we've done a lot of zoom calls in sessions. We've done a lot of zoom seminars. Um, and you know, I've also spent a lot of time through COVID working on passion projects. So, for three years, I've been working on my own fragrances, uh, you know, success and ambition and never had the chance to get them out. Uh, and what COVID did was allow me to launch them. So uh, awesome. through COVID, well, you know, thank you. Well, you know, well, most people with all this market were sitting on the couch and in fear and watching the news and, you know, they were scared. I was working really hard behind the scenes uh, on my very own two fragrances. So now uh, four weeks ago, I launched two fragrances. They're unisex, one's called success. One's called Ambition, uh, and they're selling around the world. Um, so, uh, you know, I've had the chance to now, I've entered a new market, uh, a new vertical, the fragrance industry, the beauty industry now, I'm playing in that as well as consulting and coaching and speaking. So uh, for me, I just use the time wisely and pivoted um, and, and just, you know, I've been training a lot really hard with my personal trainer in this time as well because usually I'd catch 16 planes a month I'd train, but not this intensely. So I've gone back and training really hard as well. So I've used the time wisely um, to do what I need to do, but I haven't let it, to me, I haven't really let it affect me. Has it affected um, business? Yes. Uh, has it affected cash flow with, with what we do in, in the speaking circuit? Absolutely. Um, but has it stopped me mentally or emotionally? For me, you know, it doesn't matter what mountain you put in front of me because I'll go around it, under it, you know, through it. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, for me, obstacles are a part of life and it's a speed hump and I'm going to get over it and I'm going to find a way uh, and make it happen. So that's sort of the, the thesis that I work by, you know. That's, per that's brilliant to hear. And what about the fragrances? Where can someone, if someone's listening, where can they, where can they get it from? Yeah, just on my website, jacobgalea.com. On the homepage, there's a link to it. Um, yeah. Uh, and and you can just buy them there. They're selling globally, uh, not because they're mine, but they smell really good. We we <laughs> did, we, we did great uh, laboratory tests with them, uh, and the smells are amazing. There's some great videos going around on social media of people smelling them, and 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 there's been some great testimonials. So awesome. um, yeah, just jacobgalea.com, uh, and you can get them on there. Okay, awesome. That's fan. That's fantastic. So as we start. Um, Closing, closing it off for, for this afternoon. What do you think are probably the key challenges now? Like obviously online's now, we're not the black sheep anymore, right? We're now right smack back in the, bang in the middle of the economic, of, of economy. Where yeah. people aren't scared of us. People aren't saying, okay, they're doing a seminar. It's got to be 
something that they're going to sell to us that's not going to work. It's, okay, we need these guys to help us. What advice do you have for someone coming up and what advice do you have for someone that's already in there? So there's two, two questions, twofold question. Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, my answer, Pete, is the same for both coming up or coming in. Yeah. Uh, uh, number one, it's, you know, two words, first of all, is work hard. Okay, you've got to work hard. Um, you, you know, at the end of the day, these people that are looking for a shortcut or looking for a way to get there quickly, you know, success is a long game. Uh, you know, it's not a short game. If you look at any of us that have been around for a long time, it's a long game. It's, a, it's like, it, it doesn't matter what market conditions we're in, whether it's COVID or it's the Great Depression or it's the GFC, th these things are always going to come into your world and they show that they continue to come. You, you have a look, we've, you know, I've got some friends I was on some conference calls with yesterday in America and they've just come through COVID and 10 weeks of COVID up in the store again and the riots hit. There's another... There's another issue that they can't even open their stores now, okay? So it's not about the environment around you. It's about the environment you create within you, okay? So whether you're on the come up or whether uh, – what it's about, it doesn't matter what happens around you. People go, oh, yeah, but COVID this, but COVID that, you know, and I couldn't do this. Oh, well, find another way. You know, find something else. Enter another industry. Enter another vertical. Get a mentor. Find a different strength. For me, it, I never worry, Pete, honestly. I don't really give a shit about what happens around me. I know that sounds selfish. I don't care. What I create is I create about the world within me because the world within me, I know my outside world is a mirror image of my inside world. So if I get, if I, if I don't spend time watching the six o'clock news or I don't, I don't read the Daily Telegraph, I don't buy into propaganda, I don't buy into media scandals. I read things that inspire me and I read things that uh, pick me up. Uh, and I'm a belief guy. I have faith. I believe that. You know, in the GFC, my 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 business made more money in the GFC than any other time in history because Sun Tzu wrote in Chaos and Confusion, Lies Opportunity. So for me, you know, to tell you guys whether you're coming up or you're coming through, it doesn't matter. First of all, don't worry about what's going on on the outside. Worry about what are your goals. Worry about what do you need to get there. Have you got the right tools? Have you got the right people around you? And then just go and fucking get it. Like, seriously. And I say that with passion. And I swear on, on, on purpose because, like, seriously, there's too many people that are soft in today's world. You've got to harden up. And, and, and you've got to know that this is hard. If you, you know, success in money is not an easy game. That's why the average salary in Sydney is $55,000 a year. $55,000 a year is the average salary. I'm working with guys that are making 55000 a month or guys that go on a seminar and make 55000 in an hour. But the thinking of the, of the, uh, the general people, the masses, is 55000 is the average salary in Sydney per year. Now, you've got to decide who you want to be. Do I want to be a $55,000 per year guy or $55,000 per month guy? Okay, and what's that all about is how you're programming, conditioning yourself from the inside. So, you know, for me, you know, it's not about what's going on around me or COVID or riots or, you know, I mean, yes, it's good to know what's going on, but don't let it, don't let it change the outcome of your destiny, which is to be great and be successful and be aligned and go and get what you want because that's what it takes to be successful. And if someone thinks there's an easy, short way, show me uh, because results are that anything, whether you go to the gym and you want to live, you know, when you get, you want to get a good body, there's no shortcuts. Even if you take steroids, there's no shortcuts. You still got to lift heavy. You still got to train hard. You still got to diet, right? Um, and this is life. The secret to life is very simple. Work hard, get some great people around you, read, 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 educate yourself nonstop, invest in yourself. And remember, it's a long game. 
And, and like the stock exchange goes up and down and goes like that for a period of the next 50 years, so will your life. You'll have ups, you'll have downs, you'll have round and rounds. But all that matters, honestly, is how you perform yourself in that period of growth. Are you going to have down days? Yes. Do we have down days? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. What happens is what do you do when you get caught in a rip? You swim against it. You don't stay there and drown. You know, you fight your way out of it. And, and that's what I'm about. That's why my warrior brand... Uh, and you got me all pumped up now, Pete. That's why my warrior bands, you know, all, all like that because you know it, it's that's inspired leadership. Is get get off your ass and people that are watching this, and you you've got the ability to change your destiny. And there's a lot of people whinging there. I'm oh, my money now and this, and I've got no money for this, and I'm not getting income there. Okay, yeah. So is the rest of the world. What are you going to do about it? Get up and go do something about it. You know, go and find another skill that you've got and sell it. You know, go and get a second job. Go and get a third job. Just make it happen. Um, that's what I'm all about. Pete. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, and that's awesome. And I think, um, the podcast itself is, is an advocate itself. You're, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a speaker. We're both in the competitive industry as, as, as you know, but we're both helping each other out. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got to find people in that network that are going to try and help you in that same, in that same situation. Cause we don't both, we don't both have that same, that same, that, that same vertical depending on what customer we've got. So you've got to find out who, who you've got around you and who you want to, who you want to be in your corner. Do you know what I mean? And I know that both of us, yeah. we can create something beautiful as a 50-50 down the track. We just don't know how it's going to work. But also, you know, Pete, the beautiful thing about our industry, like, you know, someone might use me at the beginning and then go to you and then go to Pat. Like, you don't stay with the same coach or mentor for 50 years. Mm. Um, you know, you stay with someone for five years, six years, seven years, and then as you evolve, you evolve your mentors and you go on to someone else. And it's like the gym, you know, as you lift and you get heavier, you don't stay on the same weight. You, you go, you pick up a different weight and you get heavier and heavier until you get stronger and stronger. And, you know, life's about serving each other. We rise by lifting others. Um, for me, there is no competition in my space because I'm not competing against anyone. You know, I'm in my own lane and I do my own thing and everyone else has got their own thing. And if you think like, like that, you never step on anyone's toes and, and, and you understand that there is no competition because, like I say in my motivational quotes, guys, the, your only competition is you. You know, look in your mirror and that's your competition um, because there's not another version of you. There's no one that can do what you do 100%. So stick to your game plan. Stick to your blueprint. Um, and don't be distracted by fluffy things that don't matter. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think that's a really cool one. Uh, a good one. Good one to end on. But for people that want to get in touch with Jacob, Jacob, the floor is yours. Yeah, look, just um, my website again is just jacobgalea.com. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow me. It's just jacobgaleaofficial uh, or jacobgalea on Facebook. So, or through Pete, you know, Pete will send my details. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's been really good, Pete. I, I, oh. Let's do another one. You know, let's yeah, uh, we'll let's do, do a monthly Pete and Jacob. You know, pump up whenever you want. I'm around. I'd, yeah. I'd love Sounds to talk good. with you. Sounds good, man. Sounds awesome. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. All right, pleasure. Mate. Thank you. Take care. See ya. Thanks so much. Thanks, Pete. See ya, mate.